Okay, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Today is Monday, January 31st, 2022, and honestly, I I almost thought I should start this episode off with laughing because some of the things we're going to be reporting here, I think a a lot of you folks listening or watching at this point, uh, just seconds into the episode, know what I'm going to be talking about uh, when I say, uh, when I speak about myself laughing as it pertains to Trudeau and the whole trucker convoy. Let's jump into it because, I mean, at this point, it's just the, the, the COVID narrative seems to be collapsing. You know, there seems to be a panic from the global elite. It could be that this is all, you know, um, uh, pre-planned as to be some sort of pullback, so to speak. But, you know, a strategical pullback. But anyways, let's jump into it. So first and foremost, Switzerland plans to begin easing COVID restrictions Wednesday amid Omicron. The time has come, federal councillor Alain Berset announced at a presser. Again, presuming this is, I want to be consistent and fair, the same way that I said about how the rules were implemented, the same way now that they're being taken away, we have to be consistent. Is it going by the process of what's, you know, legislatively uh, uh, with respects to that particular country and the way that the laws work through, you know, the parliament or the legislative process of dropping the rules? Assuming that's exactly what they want and the people agree with it, fantastic, perfect, right? The next thing is that the UK MPs launch an investigation after psychologists criticized totalitarian and grossly unethical tactics of, quote, deploying fear, shame, and scope, uh, scapegoating, excuse me, end quote, during the pandemic. This is according to t- the telegraph.co.uk. So we will see what that investigation brings, but I truthfully could not agree more. I mean, the fear mongering has gone out of hand. This is just my opinion, but um, speaking of getting out of hand uh, as of i believe 48 hours ago uh, relative to the time i'm recording this the u.s secret service was monitoring john bolton's home i believe i forgot the exact position he held but anyways he was known as the gentleman within the pentagon that uh, and in the, the intelligence communities that basically wanted to just blow everything up all the time i'm not trying to uh, paraphrase trump there i believe mr bolton was known for being a sort of uh, uh, a very uh, a rampant warmonger allegedly even before trump came in so i'm not even trying to make that political this is just what i heard from both sides of the aisle, uh, Democrat and Republican. Um, The next thing is that Martin Kulldorff, the famed Harvard epidemiologist and early opponent of of lockdowns, was just banned by Microsoft's LinkedIn. I'm curious to see if he will be unbanned because of the closeness with respect to how Dr. Malone was banned from LinkedIn twice, but then received a letter from, I believe, the vice president of LinkedIn saying that basically LinkedIn reinstated Mr. Malone because they did not have the talent to fact check him, essentially. And these quote-unquote fact checkers that removed and banned Mr. Malone were, again, citing, you know, hit pieces and not actually looking at the raw data and and, um, proposals that he was citing based on his entire life's work, so to speak. But anyways, um, the next thing is that a British footballer, 35 years old, died suddenly in Dubai after a, quote, heart attack on the pitch, end quote, as friends pay tribute. Again, there's also been a, I believe, a Department of Defense whistleblower as it pertains to the beep boops that has come out recently saying that there's a significant increase within that of the, I say this allegedly for the sake of YouTube, a significant increase in myocarditis and issues of the sort within young males in the U.S. Army. So again, I want to be careful with my words here because of YouTube, but I think you folks know where I'm leading with that. The next thing is that the premier of Saskatchewan, by the way, the news all over the world seems to be largely focused on this trucker convoy in Canada, which I'm quite happy about, to be honest with you. It's also, you know, uh, sparked some... um, Uh, actually quite a bit of trucker convoys all over the world um, to the point where it's not even about truckers anymore. 
it's just about the pure you know bodily autonomy freedom and the lockdowns bring everything back to normal but i i hope and pray it speaks to something much larger than that and it acts on something much larger than that with respects to we gotta change the system we have to we gotta ramp it up from the ground up and i know a lot of you are probably thinking you know dave it's a great you know kumbaya everyone's happy by the fire it's not gonna happen but folks you know again as above so below by definition there needs to be an opposing pushback in a good way in order for this to you know manifest and come to fruition just my opinion speaking of which the premier of saskatchewan uh for those who don't know the premier of a province in canada is very similar to that of a governor of a state um in in the u.s for example uh or a i guess a a, a, a governor of um, of a region in Europe. I'm not sure how it goes in Europe, but anyways, the premier of Saskatchewan, a Canadian province that borders the U.S., calls for an end of the cross-border ban on unvaccinated truckers. Speaking of which, one of the head representatives of this trucker convoy went on Tucker Carlson the other night on Fox News. This clip has been going viral, so please forgive me if some of you have already heard this, but he said that as he was approaching the border, and he's va fully vaccinated, by the way, he went to go show his QR code to the security, um, to the, um, the border patrol, and they said, no, 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 we don't need to see it, we can already tell from the truck from the, the truck that was coming in because there was some ID tag associated with the truck. That, if, if that is not a scary invasion of privacy, in my humble opinion, I don't know what is. With that being said, to play devil's advocate, we can argue, again, some of you might be saying to yourselves, and you would, I would argue you'd be right when you say, Dave, look, it's only coming out now, but the genie's been out of the bottle for at least a decade at this point. They've had this tech for years now. It's just now it's coming out in terms of the, the, the way in which it violates privacy and all that. And I would say to that, you know, fair enough. Um, you know, we could have easily said this to people 10 years ago. People simply wouldn't have understood it as strongly. No, uh, and, you know, no disrespect to anyone, but society would not have been as outraged as now. I think what we're seeing is the, the culmination of a handful of different social events leading up to a buildup of people going globally. This is enough. Not just with COVID, not just with the racism, not just all those things, right? The next thing is that Turkey's Erdogan, Prime Minister Erdogan, says that, quote, necessary measures should be taken against harmful content in the written, oral, and visual media to minimize a destructive effect on society, including children and young people, end quote. Now, this is interesting. To me, personally, this speaks to a larger picture. It's not about conservatives versus liberals anymore. I'm starting to see more and more globally the people versus their, their authoritarian rulers, and people everyday people noticing that what they thought were democratic overseeing governors or you know uh, politicians are really pushing an authoritarian angle strongly very strongly um this is just my opinion i'm not saying that is fact but it seems like that is the case hence why you have someone like freaking turkey's erdogan i never thought i would even hear the guy even come out with a statement like this saying basically we need censorship now, I understand, to play devil's advocate, there are extremists on every angle of life, don't get me wrong, but there needs to be a way to balance that. Again, it's not about extremism. That is the, in my opinion, the justification being used to censor, right? Now, speaking of which, you'll see a perfect example very shortly of what I mean by that censorship. It's past censoring social media websites. They're trying to, it seems to me, they're trying to censor the whole goddamn internet. Okay, because now, you know, people started making their own websites and the, the, these corporations are realizing that people are coming together. And to be honest, our community, particularly on the Patreon and even on the YouTube channel, to be fair, would be one of them. Right. And I, I love all of you for coming to me for the news and all that stuff, which is why I'm trying to show it in the best way I can. But anyways, 
the next thing is that Sergio Mattarella is re-elected as president of Italy for a second seven-year term, even though he wanted to retire. Mattarella won in the eighth round of voting when he clinched the minimum of 505 votes needed from the eligible 1,009 grand electors. Look, I'm going to be honest with you folks. I may have a bit of a biased view on this because my I have a very strong Italian uh, ethnicity and background. I'm going to go with, honestly... It, if this was my family, seeing this as I reported it to them, they would say it's all corrupt. Um, I, again, I do have a biased view because I grew up in, a, in an, an Italian background household sort of thing. So honestly, these guys, these prime ministers, these uh, these infrastructure bridges in Italy, they all collapse. They all say they're going to do an investigation. Nothing comes up. You know, all these scams come up with, but no one ever goes to jail. You know, they're, they're, all these scams are revealed. No one gets, you know gets uh, pays the consequences all the way right up to the top they found you know supreme court judges in italy associated as being you know connected with local mafias in the towns that they live in nothing happens after that simple so again unless the people in power really want to change things and the people working want to change things i guess it'll just keep going the way it's going again i'm not saying mr Mattarella won by corruption but it happens. Let me tell you, folks. In Italy, it happens. Especially my ethnic, um, ethnic background being from there quite avidly, I can tell you it happens. Um, the next thing is that there were mass protests outside of the Pfizer building in Paris. I just wanted to simply report that because, again, it shows that people are fed up. At this point, it, it's, it's, it's above and beyond. Uh, the next thing is that Austria's compulsory vaccination against COVID could be just the beginning, advocates Chris, uh, Christian Drummel, who is the chair of the Bioethics Commission. This is Austria, not Australia. Let me just be very clear. I am shocked, by the way, a quick little side note, that Austria is still going forward when other countries are dropping everything. I'm very shocked. Uh, speaking of which, Austria's constitutional court is demanding answers to data and facts regarding the effectiveness of the vaccines, masks, lockdown rules and hospitalizations, and the death figures. The Ministry of Health is asked to respond to Austria's constitutional court by February 18th according to the uh, local public broadcaster ORF. Uh, there was also uh, an original letter and all of that too that's linked as well, so you can it could be substantiated and, and verified seemingly. So, again, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm really surprised. But anyways, let's move on. Uh, the next thing is that human trials of Moderna's experimental HIV mRNA vaccine have officially begun. The company uh, is tremendously excited, they announced. I'm just going to leave that there. I, I really am. I'm not trying to make you folks think in one direction or the other. Please think for yourself on that. And I really do mean that. Uh, the next thing is that Britain is poised to offer NATO a, quote, major deployment of troops and other military assets, Prime Minister Boris Johnson says. Um, and then as a, an update following that, Prime Minister Boris Johnson ordered armed forces to prepare to deploy across Europe amid the Ukraine situation. Look, I'm not defending Putin at all here, but I can't help but think that this is NATO trying to instigate. I mean, this is just my opinion. I'm sure I am missing a lot of context, so please don't take what I said there seriously. This is just my view. Um, the next thing is that Spotify plans to add content advisory to any podcast episode that includes a discussion about COVID-19 in a, quote, new effort to combat misinformation, end quote. Now, the CEO of Spotify, from my understanding, spoke out this morning. Uh, we see here on the right-hand side for those on, uh, on YouTube, Spotify finally explains its COVID-19 misinformation policy, but hints that Joe Rogan is safe. Here's what the CEO said. So I'm not going to delve into it for the sake of we just, you know, uh, we're trying to cover news all over the world. 
I think Rogan's going to be fine. Spotify just had to do some public cover because of all the, the crap they've been taking lately, especially with Neil Young and all that stuff. And look, it's not for me to say what was right or what was wrong in that regard. But again, it's not even, as you folks know, it's not even about opposing something. It's, a, it's the fact that you can't even have an opposing conversation, let alone discuss if you are pro-beep-boop or anti-beep-boop. And the fact that I even have to say beep-boop should tell you how scary this censorship has become, in my humble opinion. Anyways, um... The next thing is that Health Secretary Sajid Javid is set to scrap mandatory COVID jabs for NHS and social care workers, the Telegraph reports. This uh, 180 turn comes after warnings that the jabs policy could lead to a shortage of 80,000 workers. Yeah, no shit. No shit. I'm surprised in New York, the interim governor, I believe, after Cuomo stepped down, was willing to let, I think it was, what, 60 or 70,000 workers go for not being vaccinated? I mean, that was wow. Holy crap. So it's nice to see in the UK, at least they're listening to these workers. Exactly. Like, where are they going to get new workers? It's again, this is just goes to show if they had sacked them all, like meaning fired them, it's more that would show more political uh, interest and a, a more of a political strategical agenda than that of actually caring of the medical health that they've been claiming for the past two and a half years has been so detrimental to the lives of everybody globally. It's ridiculous. Um in my opinion. The next thing is that Australian drivers have taken inspiration from a freedom convoy in Canada to drive to Canberra, the nation's capital, and protest against vaccine mandates and COVID restrictions. I'm curious to see if the Australian police are going to hammer down in that regard in terms of deploying tear gas and all that stuff, because again, uh, I, no disrespect to those living in Australia. I have a lot of friends in Australia at this point, thanks to the show. Um, lo love, love all you guys, but I, again, I, th I think I can say fairly certainly um, the vast majority of you have told me that Australia tends to be a little more big brotherly than most other nations. And it's always been alleged, I say this carefully, that Australia was sort of like the breeding ground or testing ground for the United States relative to the intelligence alliances they have to sort of test new laws, technology and rules in Australia before implementing it into the U.S. relative to the Constitution in the U.S., the Second Amendment, all of that. Right. So. The next thing, now this is speaking of which of just full-on internet censorship, as I mentioned earlier, to come full circle with that. Japan's COA, in partnership with Kitasato University at Tokyo Medical University, says ivermectin is effective against Omicron in its phase 3 trial. Then an update came shortly afterwards. This was according to a Reuters, a Reuters article, believe it or not. Then an update came afterwards where Reuters updated the title and the content of the article after initial publishing. It now says that ivermectin Mectin showed a, a quote antiviral effect instead of a quote effective instead of it being effective against Omicron. See how they changed the words, guys? You see that? Just like CDC Director Walensky said, we're pivoting. You're pivoting. What you're pivoting the definition of fully vaccinated? Oh, how convenient, right? Um, so I, I hope YouTube doesn't ban me for this. I'm just reporting on what Reuters is adjusting. So, you know, um, now to show you the internet censorship. COA's press release on ivermectin in full for reference as routers failed to link it in their article is only accessible from Japanese IPs. So you would need to have a separate VPN and be based out of Japan to, to take a look at this. If you put this link in, this PDF link into your browser right now without a, a VPN coming out of Japan, I believe you won't be able to see it. This is what I'm talking about, full-on internet censorship. They see that people like us are making communities and coming together and agreeing even though we may have differences which we do even in the jet set community we do but we find those points of common agreement right and exactly this is how they do it you got to block the ips now so we can't even convene what are they going to do start blocking zoom calls now 
right? I don't, I don't even want to think of that. But um, the next thing is that Sue Gray's report into Downing Street parties has been published. Quote, a number of these gatherings should not have been allowed to take place. And then Boris Johnson uh, was expected to speak soon. And he did where he said, quote, I get it and I will fix it. What? That's all? He said, we need to ensure codes are properly enforced. More will be coming in the coming days about steps we will take. The issue is whether we can be trusted to deliver and we can be trusted. I'm not saying those last few sentences were directly out of Prime Minister Boris Johnson's mouth, but even him just saying, I get it and I will fix it, even if his colleagues said we can be trusted, based off of what? Anyways, um, the next thing is that Canada's Prime Minister Trudeau has tested positive for COVID-19. Trudeau says he feels fine and will continue to work remotely this week. On January 4th, he received his booster shot at an Ottawa pharmacy. Uh, speaking of which, an MSNBC host, I think it was her name is Micah, uh, says that Canada's trucker convoy is a cult. Yes, that's so great coming from someone who makes millions of dollars a year to talk on TV for maybe 30 minutes. If you cut, if you um, um, break down the commercial breaks and all that, 30 minutes, you know, four or five days a week, makes millions of dollars a year. She's also in uh, the the uh, the daughter of, I think, a multimillionaire, if not billionaire magnet of some sort. So yeah, of course, let's just, you know, all these news anchors, you know, CNN, MSNBC, uh, to be fair, even Fox News, to be fair, um, these people, in my humble opinion, should not even be telling the average person what to think, let alone if they're right or wrong anyways. But uh, I don't know how the trucker convoy is a cult. There's over 50,000 trucks. And like, I mean, anyways, but speaking of which, the Ottawa City City Councilor, for those who don't know, Ottawa is where all the truckers are. Ottawa is the capital of Canada. City Councilor launches court proceedings against Canada's trucker convoy, targeting the nearly 10 million dollar in funds frozen by gofundme to cover the city expenses okay there was an issue with the truckers there were millions and millions and dollars of dollars raised on gofundme i don't know what's going on with that it was frozen gofundme said that it wasn't them that froze it i don't want to spread misinformation so please if anyone watching or listening on youtube would like to clarify what happened there i would be super appreciative because i've been trying to figure out what happened there and i have no idea what's going on so um yeah Again, so uh, speaking of which, Canada's Prime Minister Trudeau accused the trucker convoy crowd of, quote, hateful rhetoric and violence towards citizens. He rather prefers to attend Black Lives Matter protests, he said. Well, I'm not I'm not going to make that comparison. Black Lives Matter truckers. It's not about that. Again, this speaks to a larger narrative. People on from multiple angles of the political spectrum, everyday people coming together, saying this is enough. I got you. A lot of these truckers are fully vaccinated, by the way, guys. And for those who don't know, look, I, this thing with the truckers, this is why I wanted to laugh at the beginning of this, this Kraken, because I mean, he, Trudeau went into hiding, he went into an undisclosed location. For me, that's very cowardly in my opinion. If you really want to be, just a year and a half ago, we put a tweet out, I believe, saying, thank a trucker, they're doing all they can during the lockdowns, all of that. Why doesn't he set up a panel to discuss with the truckers what they want? I mean... The fact that you have global international media trying to play down this whole trucker thing and say that these are, you know, racist people or whatever. Like I said, folks, I am sure there are extremists and radicalists and people trying to just troll and, and rile things up, you know, um, in every group, regardless of what that group is about and focused on. But you're telling me out of those, there's 50,000 trucks. Those are just trucks. Never mind the actual people on those trucks. I spoke to some people in that convoy, and I believe I was actually told by someone else as well that there were some people, some truckers there that have food 
for almost a month and they're willing to stay even longer than that again this goes back to my point of what i would personally like to see in terms of a peaceful protest but one where the people outlast the politicians because eventually the politicians hope as i've said before in previous krakens the protesters have to go home they have to go work they have to continue their lives these truckers are like nope you rely on us to deliver food and all that stuff we're just sitting here we got our food and if you if you want inflation to stop jumping as much as it is Relative to a personal example of mine, seeing, you know, the cost of a little box of raspberries go from seven, eight dollars to twelve dollars within a matter of weeks. The trucker said, you got to listen to us, to Trudeau, not saying cave to our demands, but let's meet each other halfway. That's what I gather. Trudeau's not even willing to speak to them. So, again, absolutely cowardice in my opinion, total coward in my opinion. This is absolutely disgraceful. And I really do mean that. I mean, if it was truly a fringe group, sure. But have you seen the footage of these truckers? This is not a fringe group. And he's calling them, he says they have unacceptable views, I think he said, or unacceptable views. Don't even get me started. But anyways, um, speaking of which, Rihanna's expecting her first child with ASAP Rocky. The only reason I'm reporting that is because that is exactly why aliens won't come down directly and speak with us because that headline is getting more views than that of like recent UFO footage. So I'm just going to leave that there. Um, the next thing is that the United Arab Emirates is set to start taxing corporate profits next year. The move marks a significant shift as the uh, UAE seeks to uh, align itself with international standards and move towards a global minimum tax. Um, okay, assuming that's legitimate and there's no intelligence apparatus or incursion to be taken advantage of in a malevolent sense there, so be it. Um, but that's assuming we even have the full context and that's assuming that's even an accurate report. Uh, the next thing is that Iran's parliament is suspended amid a uh, rapid spread of Omicron. Daily cases are rising fast, reaching close to 29,000 COVID infections on Monday. I wonder if Iran, because of how isolated they are, because of not just their government, but also the West and Europe from the rest of the world may use something like what um, Uttar Pradesh did with the WHO with respects to early treatments and they won't tell anyone what they used in them. But who knows? I, you know, uh, because Iran is, a, it's a whole thing. If they're against the Federal Reserve and yada yada, you know, the UN and NATO might, uh, the UN conveniently and the WHO might not help them, whatever. Um, the next thing is that Syria has intercepted Israeli missiles targeting Damascus, according to state media. Israeli air raids reportedly targeted uh, military outposts, weapons depot used by Lebanon's Hezbollah movement. Again, that's assuming that's accurate. I'm not trying to defend Israel whatsoever. I'm just saying we have to question all of it, right? Um, the next thing is that an Egypt court has sentenced 10 to death on charges of planning attacks. The identities of the defendants were not revealed and it was not known how they pleaded to the charges. Okay, look, assuming this was done in, in the Egypt courts appropriately uh, with respects to these people, these terrorists, if you will, planning these attacks, I understand. I understand. Now, I don't... What Here's the thing. What I don't want to say I understand is them being sentenced to death. Now, I say that because it's not about, for me, I'm, I'm still morally conflicted. I don't know myself with respects to sentencing people to death. What, like, if that should be done or not, and if how bad a crime must be, if that were to be justified. I mean, death happens. It's the unfortunate reality of life. And it's not for me, in my opinion, to say if these individuals should or should not have been sentenced to death. Um, that's just my take on it, because I still am personally conflicted. And on the sort of morality of this and the ethics of it. So I don't want to push something out there that I don't believe in myself personally. And I don't have, you know, believe in with, with, with uh, honest passion, so to speak. The next thing is that Qatar's Emir is set for the first white house meeting with Biden. Um, 
Talks come as tensions with Russia put renewed focus on natural gas market and as the U.S. looks uh, to next steps in Afghanistan. Why is the U.S. looking to next steps in Afghanistan? Sorry, this is just my opinion, but I thought we were out of there. When uh, I mean, we never really were if we talk about the intelligence community, don't get me wrong. But I mean, if you want to talk about pure surface level definitions and stories... We shouldn't even, this is just my take, we shouldn't be there. We did enough, you know, we Westerners did, an, uh, not so much the people, but the, the authoritarian governments did enough of that stuff. So, let, you know, enough damage there. Let's kind of leave it alone, you know. But anyways, maybe I'm speaking out of line. Um, the next thing is that Kuwait suspends flights to Iraq after Baghdad airport attack. This move comes after six rockets were fired at Iraqi's capital airport, causing damage to one runway and two civilian planes. Um... Yeah, you see, when these missiles are just randomly flying all over the Middle East, and I hate to even have to, you know, define it like that, but it's so sad to even read and see and hear about, I understand why the airports have to be closed. I get it. Again, the only people that suffer are the innocent ones trying to travel. Whether this is a legitimate attack issue or if this is all just some type of tit-for-tat chess game with other governments, it seems to me, again grand scheme of things it's all ego driven it's all that stuff nothing you know the innocent people are the only ones suffering the next thing is that Mali has expelled France's envoy over quote hostile and outrageous remarks end quote French foreign minister Jean-Yves uh, Le Drian has said that Mali's military government was quote out of control and illegitimate okay look if they can't get along maybe it's better they both go their separate ways I don't know with respect to France and Mali you know the 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 intelligence apparatus is there i this is too vague for me to comment on honestly guys i don't know i need to know more details about this one but um and even then we have to consider all the angles of there being data obfuscation lying all of that so um yeah, I'm going to have to leave that there for now. Uh, the next thing is that the DR Congo court has sentenced 51 to death over killing of United Nations experts. Zaida Catalan, a Swede, and Michael Sharp, an American, were killed as they investigated violence in the Kasai region nearly five years ago. Again, to be jailed, yes. Sentenced to death, if that is the laws of their particular nation, so be it. Um... I don't want to say if that should be right or wrong. I don't know. As I've said earlier, like two minutes ago, I'm still conflicted. Uh, the next thing is that Bangladesh cops get death sentence for army major murder. Again, the death sentence. Two police officers sentenced to death for murder of an ex-military major as six other people were sentenced to life in prison. Again, this is according to assuming this was done legislatively and part of the uh, appropriate process that the, 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 that, um, the region of Bangladesh deemed to be. Uh, procedural you know fair court method i don't want to say so be it but at the same time look i've never been to bangladesh i don't have any family there who am i to say but again going back to that death sentence concept it's that morality so to speak um let me see here sorry uh in albania afghan women started an eatery to help refugees feel at home Nothing negative about this. I hope this is exactly as it's been reported because it sounds great. The new restaurant run by two women offers Afghan cuisine, attracting refugees as well as the local population. Beautiful. Make a nice business. Good for the economy. Good for the community. Everyone's happy. Right? I mean, that's how I see it. Assuming that's exactly how it's going, that's great. Especially when you have refugees, right? And you're trying to make people feel at home. It's a win-win-win, it seems. Right? So... Uh, just thought I'd put that in there because it's, you know, a nice little positive story for once. Um, the next thing is that Pakistan and Afghanistan pledge coordination on border crossings. Both sides reaffirm commitment to longstanding regional connectivity programs and a natural gas pipeline project. Look, again, that's great to hear. I just, I wonder what the influence is relative to intelligence communities with respects to Pakistan, but particularly Afghanistan. 
does the Mossad, MI6, CIA, do they have someone in the Taliban high up that is influencing such policy decisions? If so, is it for better or worse? I don't know. This is the problem, right, with, with respects to... That's why I guess they say in the intelligence community, it's more so interpreting data rather than understanding data because everyone interprets it differently in terms of what it could mean and all that stuff, right? That's sort of the intelligence side of things, sort of, you know, critical thinking, as they say, um, the stuff they tell us in the media not to do, ironically. But uh, it, the next thing is that the Mexican army said that troops have been attacked by pro-cartel residents. The military accused townspeople of acting as the, quote, social base for the Jalisco or Jalisco drug cartel as it battles rival gangs. Look, this is nothing new. It's been known that, you know, cartels will come if there's blood family related, if they see an, uh, an army uh, or an officer, police officer, they'll kill them. Or maybe a cartel will approach someone, a cartel member. Here's 10, 20 grand for you and your family. But look, you got to do th this if a cop comes by. Look, it happens. It's true. It, it does happen. So, I mean, yeah, I guess that's why they got tanks and stuff when they got to go, for example, in Brazil into the favelas and things like that. I understand. Um, the next thing is that Colombia's top court has ordered its government to protect ex-FARC uh, rebels. The decision comes after approximately 300 ex-rebel fighters have been killed since the signing of the 2016 peace accord. Again, assuming this was done legislatively and during the in a correct process, so to speak, in Colombia's top court, so be it. That's the rule that has to be followed. And if there are strong disagreements, that is the point of appealing, right? Um, the next thing is that U.S., U.K., UK and Canada sanctioned top Myanmar justice officials. These sanctions levied to, to uh, quote, promote accountability for the coup and the violence perpetrated by the regime, end quote. At this point, Trudeau's just going to slap sanctions on the truckers, too. I mean, honestly, I, I'm okay. So jokes aside, um, the me... The, the, the thing with Myanmar, again, I don't know, who knows what intelligence app incursions are occurring there relative to some surface level policy they're trying to disseminate for, for a long term agenda. This is the problem. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know what to, I got to get back to you guys on if those sanctions should even, in my opinion, have gone forward. But anyways, the final thing is that North Korea says that Sunday's test was a Hwasong-12 missile. The test marks the first time the nuclear-armed country has launched a weapon of that size. And I also believe, if I'm not mistaken, the North Korean government provided photos, public photos, of this missile from space. So, um... Again, we see a lot of chess games, tit-for-tat provocation, you know, all of this is going on while people are also fighting their, I don't, I don't even want to say government anymore, I dare to say rulers, so to speak, but, you know, um, that's just my opinion for YouTube, let me be clear, just my opinion, but with that being said, folks, hopefully I didn't miss anything with respects to catching up on the news and all that, just, you know, there's been so much going on, um, I'd like to thank you all so very, very much for watching or listening, we have lots coming for the public and loads coming for the members on Patreon, and we'll catch you all very, very soon. Cheers.